Gotham Sound is your one-stop audio solution for microphones, mixers, recorders, podcasting, and wireless. Whether you're looking to rent or buy sound equipment, are working at a church, feature film, a television show, podcast, theater, or a student project, Gotham Sound is here to serve you. With a huge selection of new and used gear, it's your first stop before you buy. Gotham Sound has the pro audio you need to make your project sound true professional. Gotham has been around for 18 years perfecting pro audio. Visit us at GothamSound.com. Sennheiser has been continuously setting trends in the audio industry. Wherever people care passionately about recording, transmitting, or playing sound, Sennheiser will be there. Artists, disc jockeys, scientists, sound technicians, or demanding music lovers, the Sennheiser name always stands for premium products, headphones, microphones, and all-around audio solutions, the ultimate in sound quality. Sennheiser. It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. We have Diane Perry, a very special guest, voiceover coach, voiceover narrator, voiceover pro. Well, she has a book called voiceover narration creating performances from the inside out we're all going to learn a lot welcome to the program thank you michael great to be here our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics bayer dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology two business divisions consumer and installation provide tailor solutions for professional and private users all products are developed in germany and primarily manufactured by hand from headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems for more information please visit north-america BearDynamic.com and by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission. To make you sound your best, thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. So, you know, it could be business communication. It could be any kind of communication. We're talking here voiceovers. And a lot of people have a misconception of, of really what a good voiceover is. Uh, you're very thorough, a great coach, I should mention. Again, Diane Perry is your name. Tell me why you wrote this book. Oh, very good question. And qu- quite quite an in-depth question. It sort of um, snuck up on me over a number of years. And I just started to notice that certain performances weren't really coming from what I call the right place. So I just started to notice that um, communications weren't connecting and it starts to really bother me. And so over the years, I just sort of amassed all of this knowledge and just 
tinkering with my own performances. So I never really set out to write a book, but it just, again, it just kind of snuck up on me over the years. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to just write a book. Um, I didn't want to write a voiceover book because there are so many wonderful ones out there, but this one is different. So this one comes from the inside out. This talks about focus. It talks about energy, vibration, communication, connection. So it's really about the energies of communication. So it's it helps you get into the right mindset for connecting whoever is listening. And so yeah. that's why that's why this is a bit of a different book. Yeah. And what I liked about your book too is that everybody is so unique and, and we don't realize what we bring to the table, like our, you know, the essence of who we are. Uh, we try to maybe think that we should sound like this or sound like something else. And uh, there's exactly. something so unique about everybody. And you you bring that out that, uh, you know, people are going to hear that uniqueness. Yes, well, it's about adjusting your own energy and your own point of view and your own focus so that you can make that connection. And you hit on something really important there, Michael, which is so many voice actors, even established ones, but you know, certainly ones who are just beginning, are chasing what it should sound like. They're listening to the sound of their own voice and trying to manage that as they go along. And that will never get you connected. I think of connection and communication as kind of uh, a very solid beam of light going from us as, as the speaker to the listener. And as soon as we start listening to ourselves or trying to manage what we're doing while we're doing it, some of that lovely light folds back in on itself. And so we're robbing our audience of receiving the full message because we're too busy. It's it's almost like our, so the audio equivalent of catching yourself in the mirror while you're trying to talk to someone. It's very distracting. <laughs> so, and if you're listening to yourself and You'll trying be. to, now I'm going to try to sound sexy, right. then, you know, you're not getting that full <laughs> communication to the listener. Yeah. That's true. And people have a, a built-in truth detector. People know whether it be, you know, watching television or a movie or, you know, listening to a voiceover, uh, knowing if they've, they've heard a truthful performance or yes. one that just, you know, has a great voice, kind of got captivated by that announcer voice at first. Yes, no, absolutely right. You, we do, we can tell. Human beings can tell when someone is being genuine with us. You know, it's, it's. I call it the nightclub syndrome. You know, if you've ever been in a nightclub and you're talking to someone and they're, they're sort of their eyes are darting around behind your, behind your shoulders, looking for someone more interesting to talk to. You know, we, we can tell when that communication isn't locked in. Um, and so, I think as voice actors and speakers in general, we just need to make some changes so that we can actually have a chance at having an impact on the listener. Um, and there's a great acronym, which I love. I don't know if you came across that in the book, but it's it's LEAF. Anything we, we can possibly ask of our listener can be distilled into one or more of four categories, and that's learn, experience, act, or feel. That's all we can ever ask of them. And so if we lose sight of what kind of ride we want our listener to have, then you know we're just we're just paddling upstream. Yeah, I can I can tell people right now, Diane Perry is the author of the book Voiceover Narration. I want to say that you have saved people a lot of money because voiceover coaches are expensive and you include all this great coaching in your book and you really get into it. And there are not a lot of books that get into the meat of it. Well, thank you. That's really kind. And that's why I wanted this voiceover book to be different and also to be universal. So communication is a universal concept. 
And so I didn't want to get into rates or specific geography, the different things that happen in the voiceover industry in different parts of the world. I didn't want to get into any of that. I just wanted to focus on the mindset of it all, the focus of it all, really just the psychophysical aspect of voiceover. I, I kind of make a joke to my students that um, if voiceover psychology were a thing, that's that's yes. what I would be. Yeah, you're a voiceover getting, psychologist. <laughs> I'm a voiceover psychologist unofficially. But, uh, know, I don't think that is that is a thing, but uh, <laughs> I love rooting around in the psyches of voice actors. But the truth is that, we, you know, you have to have a truthful way of communicating, whether it be interpersonal or business. I mean, over the phone, what's the difference, right? Voiceover or your salesperson over the phone, uh, telling a story, narrating, giving a message. Uh, if it's not truthful, people won't believe it and won't buy it. Whether it be, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's the same set of skills for any kind of verbal communication. doesn't matter what you're doing. When it comes to any kind of communication, the heart is where the action is. You say, yes. speakers, when we activate this powerful center by feeling our way through rather than thinking our way through, we can transform any performance into a kind of supercharged magnet, drawing in and fully connecting with our intended audience. So it, like you said, it's forget about his sound. It's, it's the feeling that comes out of you. And and that is, you know, where the truthful performance is. And that's where your book is, as they say, gold. The best performances come from the heart through the right brain, who, which is the creative side. I talk about the brain in the book as well, as you know. So from the heart, through the brain, and connected to intuition, connected to your instincts. And so that's why I say prep from the left brain, the analytical side. Do all of your thinking from there. Decide what you're talking about, who you're talking to, what's your intention, all of those foundational questions. Then shift over to the right side and speak from the heart. And then you have a real shot at really connecting with, with who you're who you're talking to and having them have a visceral reaction, not just taking in your words, you know, intellectually, but having a visceral reaction, whatever you want that to be. Back then, they would look for that performance and then they would play those clips of an actor at uh, the, like the Academy Awards. You know, that one clip that that caused a tear to run down <laughs> and uh, mm. uh, just, you know, I'm, I, I think we kind of missed that. You know, the, the, do we feel less? I feel like we felt more back then, you know, when when people communicated with each other. But still, that's a timeless thing, isn't it? You know, a, a, a powerful performance is timeless. Absolutely. And, you know, human beings, we, we, you know, we haven't changed that much. You know, we haven't changed at all, really, in the last 500 years, I suppose, as far as what, you know, how we feel and what our emotions do. It's just that I think we've, we've got used to just listening with our brains and dissecting everything analytically. And we've actually forgotten how to connect with someone else's energy. Um, but we still have that skill. There's no doubt about that. And when we do have that connection, it's really, really powerful when we just let go of the analytical mind while we're in the middle of a performance. Man, I mean, we can really have an effect. We can make people, like I said, we can make have them learn something, experience something, take action, click that button, find actually out more, feel an emotion <laughs> and, and feel, feel something today. Yeah. And feel I mean, something. Yes. Yeah, that's what it's all about. And, you know, yeah. if it moves people, they'll they'll book the work, you know, but we're with Diane Perry. She's our special guest. And we're going to learn a lot more about voiceover narration, voiceover narration, the name of her book, 
creating performances from the inside out. What goes on inside a great narrator to make them great, you say? Well, this groundbreaking book, it answers the questions by exploring the psychophysical aspect of voiceover. The reader is given a bird's eye view of the professional narrator's mental, physical, vocal machinery, as well as in-depth look at the underlying currents that power it, such as energy, intention, emotion, connection. You got to get this book. We'll be right back with Diane Perry right after this. Ocaso builds high-quality, extremely affordable action cameras that enable our customers to capture dynamic moments in life and share their world of difference. In less than nine years, Ocaso has become one of the leading action camera brands worldwide, with sales of over a half million units annually. There's a world out there to explore and enjoy while capturing every thrilling experience. Ocaso's mission is to inspire and empower more people to join, enjoy, capture, and share the fun of exciting outdoor sports. Visit acasotech.com. Tribe Signs was designed in 2010. We started operations as home and office solutions specialists and have since established ourselves as a trusted brand all over the world. We have worked with some of the world's best designers and manufacturers to bring a curated selection of beautiful furniture to thousands of happy customers across America. Visit us at tribesigns.com. Okay, back with Diane Perry and her book, Voiceover Narration, Creating Performances from the Inside Out. How depressing, right? Where people are voiceover actors, you know, they go on maybe a pay-to-play site or just they're trying to, to be heard. This is really where you tip the scale, the difference between a truthful performance that someone says, so you stand out from the pack or you just have another nice voice. And that's what you're trying to do is get people to connect. So can you talk about a more about uh, creating performances and and also how many times do people ask you how do I get into voiceover? Mm, sure. Well, I think I mean again we we've hit on it during this interview and you've asked some fantastic questions and that is you know connection is the key. Um, if you're not connecting with with your audience, then there's just no point. It's just a nice voice reading some words. Um, and I just think so many voice actors have become too reliant upon. Um, just knowing the formula. Okay, now I make my voice sound like this and then it sounds like that. And so they just kind of phone it in and that's fine. I mean, it, it you know, it does the job if, uh, you know, someone's probably happy with that, but they're just not hitting that sweet spot. And so the way to actually get to a point where you can connect with your audience is really connecting with yourself first. So understanding how your machinery works, understanding what your issues issues are and we all have issues. My issue is I talk too fast. I read too fast. So, and that's not going to leave me. I'm, I'm a very um, kind of hyper person. My adrenaline is going all the time. So I've, I've found for myself a way around that. So I say to students, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to actually look at the gears of your narration machinery. We're going to find out anything that we can solve, any issues that we can fix and whatever stubbornly remains, then we find a workaround. We find a way around that. So for me, my thing is talking too fast. So my remedy is actually really talking a lot with my hands, which you should do anyway. You should always gesture, but I'm really, really, so right now I'm slowing myself down because I'm moving my hands Mm. slowly. And it's that, you know, 
tap your head, rub your belly kind of thing. Um, it's really difficult for me. It would be really difficult for me to move my hands slowly and talk really fast. So this is, so I'm slowing myself down right now. I'm kind of conducting my performance. So that's really important. Um, to answer your other question, how do you get into voiceover? I mean, that's, that's a huge question, isn't it? Really, I think students always ask me this question. They say, well, what do you think my voice is good for? And I say to them, wrong question. Right question is what lights you up? You want to do voiceover for a job because it's joyful, because you love it, right. because it unlocks something within you. So don't ask the question, what am I good for? Ask the question, what do I love to do? Some people don't like audiobooks. Bizarrely, I'm one of them. I love doing my own, but I wrote it for my for me to speak. So I like yours speak. too. <laughs> well, thank you. I, you know, but I, as a rule, I, I don't take. It's a real niche, and if you don't love them, just don't do them. And it took me years to finally give myself permission not to do them anymore, um, until I wrote my own, of course. But um, so I think you know, find something that you love doing, and then try to decide what it is about doing that that you love. So that you can be doing a little bit of that while you're trying to earn some money from it. Um, I've, I always think if money is your driving force, it's not going to work in a creative field. It's just, that's not the right impetus. It's and not a lot of books are catered to that too, because you know there are a lot of books like that. There are a lot of schools, there are a lot of coaches who will, who will take advantage of that. But that's why there are very few books like yours that get into the, the nuts and bolts of the performance. Were you a, a, a stage actor too? Or I mean, tell me about your career. Oh, okay. Well, my career has been very varied. Um, it's kind of funny because when I was a child, you know, I always wanted to do cartoon voices, always doing crazy things with my voice and sound effects and animal noises and, you know, hours spent in my bedroom with my little tape recorder, just being silly. Uh, so, but of course, what happens is sometimes we forget our childhood dreams. And so I did everything except for that. You know, I'm just going to say you, you are a U.S. voice actor, your teacher, voiceover coach, and you're based in London. How did that happen? Let's see, how did that happen? I came over to do a show, a sketch comedy show at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I don't know if you're aware of that. It's a, it's a really huge kind of comedy festival now. I fell in love with it. And so I took a month off of, I used to be a, a stockbroker assistant. I took a month off of that job in Oregon and went back and I thought, no, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I need to do something creative all the time. So I just started making plans to, to move. And eventually I, I met my husband. And um, so, yes, here I am many, many years later. And you talk about there's intuition, mind, voice, emotion, language, body, and perspective. So I'm only thinking voice. Could mm. you elaborate on all, all the others? Intuition, yes. mind, voice, emotion, language, body, perspective. Of course, yes. It's kind of like, I, well, you know, I talked about how communication is, I think of it as a, as a beam of light, a kind of a rainbow. And so within that, this is what you've just listed is, is what I call the seven wavelengths of communication. So it's not just about voice. So it's kind of, if you can imagine a rainbow going from you to someone else that you're having a very, very uh, intimate conversation with. And so all of these other things will be coming into play. So the very first one from the bottom, from the bottom up. So it's it's perspective. So each one of you has a, a point of view. So each one of you is speaking from your own individual point of view. All of those different wavelengths have to be working in balance. And another system that has to be working in balance is mind, body, voice. And so if your mind and body 
and voice are not working together as a team, you'll feel that sense of disconnection. You'll you'll feel that. You'll feel like something's not right, whether you're self-conscious or you're listening to yourself or whatever the issue is. So all of those wavelengths need to be working in balance. If your mind is off thinking about what you need to get at the grocery store later on while you're trying to read this text, then it's everything's going to be just not quite working in sync. So it's not something that you have to think about, obviously, while you're in the middle of a read, but just kind of check in once in a while and think, you know, this doesn't really feel right for me. What I'm doing, this performance doesn't feel right. I'm not comfortable. I'm making a lot of mistakes. That's a really good, uh, really good indication that something is out of balance. Just check in. Is my mind in the right place? Is my voice all right? Is, am I moving my body? What's my point of view? You just have to be clear on things. And so that's why I kind of came up with these foundations to set before you head into your read, just so you can do all the thinking first, like I said before, and then switch over to intuitive mode. And then you're, you can really feel when you're in that zone. You can feel, it's almost like a meditative experience. You're transcending the words and you're really focused on the message that you're trying to get across. Uh, we're going to be back with Diane Perry. Her voiceover book is called Voiceover Narration, Creating Performances from the Inside Out. Diane is really more like a voiceover psychologist to getting the best performance to come out of, you know, everybody. Uh, and also we're going to talk about, you know, we have blind spots as performers or uh, a voiceover actor. And uh, Diane's going to talk about some of the, um, the idiosyncrasies, the tendencies, so we can get out of our own way and get a great performance right after this. Since 2015, Autonomous is dedicated to building ergonomic office chairs and electric standing desks with the highest quality materials. The Autonomous product lineup began with the original office standing desk, the Smart Desk, and now spans several categories of smart ergonomic office tools and accessories, as well as new software solutions for modern hybrid work offices. All of our products are not just great looking and durable, but simple to use in order to unleash their full potential. Visit us at autonomous.ai and use code Messiah Radio for a 5% discount on your total order. Okay, Diane Perry is our special guest and her book is called Voiceover Narration, Creating Performances from the Inside Out. So it's like getting out of the booth, if you will, getting out of your blind spot uh, mm. so that we can actually know what we're doing. You notice that there, there are different people, such as uh, one is called the manager, the other one, the analyzer, the worrier, the perfectionist, uh, the monitor. I thought this is really great because people really don't know kind of who they are and why they, you know, lean hard on certain ways of doing voiceover. And again, it's about getting out of your own way. So, so who are we? Mm, no, absolutely. Well, and I should say that, you know, the, the seven narrator archetypes, which I just noticed over the years working with students, just that these patterns of communication kept coming to the surface over and over again. And I thought, well, this could be really interesting because if performers could identify with the negative aspects of an archetype that they're displaying, then they could be better equipped to actually find remedies for those. For example, I am a perfectionist um, through and through. 
And I know that about myself. And so the, the remedy for being a perfectionist is just letting go, letting go of that impossible ideal, letting go when you make a mistake and just, you know, finding your own way through. And I should say that if someone who identifies with one of the archetypes today could identify with a completely different one tomorrow or none of them, the manager is really the gold standard. That's someone who, who has their mind, body, voice balanced all of the time, most of the time, I should say, none of us are perfect, and who just knows, you know, how to get into the zone and what to do when they fall out of the zone. They know they have remedies standing by. So that's the manager. Um, and the other ones, the perfectionist, the worrier, you've got the bulldozer, someone who just plows through text like they can't wait to get it over with. But they reflect different parts of our personality, which of course, as you know, change from day to day, even hour to hour. We're not the same person all the time. You know, I can be a perfectionist today and a bulldozer tomorrow and an analyzer the, the next day. But I have found that if you have personality tendencies, this is where the voiceover psychology comes uh, in. I was going to say. If you yeah. If you have a new student might come to me and I'll ask them to do a little bit of a sight read just so I can see what happens between when they read those words and they come out of their mouth. That's what I call the, the gears, you know, the narration machinery. So they'll read a paragraph and I'll say to them, and this has actually happened countless times. I'll say, hmm, do you tend to be in your life a bit controlling? Do you like a bit of control? And they go, yes. How do you know that? We just met. And I say, always say the same. It's in your read. We can't separate who we are from how we communicate. And so if we have a tendency to be impatient or controlling, or if we're timid, or if we're insecure, all of that comes through in our reads. So that's why I talk about all the archetypes, because if you can identify with one or more, then you can know what to do to counteract that. This is like handwriting analysis. I mean, if you send your voice to it Diane Perry yeah. right now, she will tell you who you are. She will psychoanalyze you. You know, <laughs> you could send. Well, like I have a to be careful. I have to be careful because, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I am wrong. But you can hear so much in a voice and hear and you can tell so much about a person and their performance style by just listening to them sight read a little bit of text. If you're listening with the right ears, not listening to how they sound because the voice doesn't really matter, but listening to just, you know, what's happening in there. Everybody's so different. You know, I mean, uh, uh, a lot of people, they defer to the to the announcer voice. Once again, they say, oh, I could never do voiceover because and people don't realize that people just want a human being on on the other end of the microphone and they could do voiceover. If you're listening out there and you're thinking about voiceover, you know, you want to think about getting Diane Perry's book, voiceover narration. People just want something authentic that connects and, and everyone has a different way of communicating just as a, a teacher, though, an observer, too. Are you always amazed that everyone, are you always listening to how, how people phrase things uh, because everyone is so unique? No, it fascinates me. It absolutely fascinates me because someone could have a, a really beautiful tone to their voice, but there's so much mental clutter that their, you know, their genuine communication doesn't really come out. Uh, and conversely, you could have someone that maybe has some vocal issues or that maybe has a voice that that many people don't find particularly nice to listen to. But if it's genuine, you don't really care. You just so you know, again, it's you know the the sound of the voice 
isn't the be all end all. It's really how you communicate and how much heart you put into what you're saying. But it's just that takes a while. That takes a while to be able to trust yourself enough to really connect with the message that the client is trying to get across. And Diane, uh, what in the and- what in the world happens? You know, this cold microphone gets in front of someone, whether you're a novice or some even a professional. What happens to the to the brain where all of a sudden they could be? I'm sure as a, as a coach too. You know, you you hear people who are uninhibited in life. They have the best personality. You put this microphone in front of them and some people really go for it and others just become like a deer in the headlights. Why? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, there's lots of different theories. I think it's about panic. Well, it's just, it's it's panic because it's being recorded and that's forever. And so, and that puts you into self-conscious mode. So that puts you into a, a mindset where, oh my gosh, I have to get this perfect because it's going to be recorded, you know, where, and that's where really good visualization can come in. And I think that's why, one of the reasons why the people who aren't phased by put, having a microphone put in front of them, they because they're visualizing who they're talking to and they're focused on the message message, they're focused on what they want to say rather than what it's going to sound like. And so the people who panic when a mic when they're in front of a microphone, they're worried about what it's going to sound like. So they're projecting themselves out of the present. So out of the present moment, presence is so important. So they're projecting themselves into the future and imagining how bad they're going to sound. That's one of the things. I mean, there's so many different, you know, this it's psychology is fascinating. That's why it really, it really does bother me when people they break down a script and they mark everything. And okay, mm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna decide to go up an upward inflection here and a downward inflection there. And as you probably have read in the book, I think of that as those old dance step diagrams, which were popular in the 1950s. <laughs> That's right. You can, you, can, you can mechanically follow those footprints, but that doesn't mean you've mastered the foxtrot, right? So there's no point in plotting out every utterance because then you're just going to be further into your head and it's not going to sound natural. It's not going to say, it's not going to be connected. You're going to be thinking about all that stuff. Okay. Upward inflection here, downward inflection there. And that's just, it's just an incoherent mess. And so I think set the foundations first, and then all of those things will happen naturally. When we're having a conversation, I'm not thinking right now, as I'm talking to you, Michael, I'm not thinking, how much more can I say before I need a breath? You know, so why do you need to plan every breath in a piece of copy? You may have to sometimes if it's a technical script, or if it hasn't been particularly written well, you may need to, okay, I'm just going to mark a little slash there to remind me to take a breath. But if you set your foundations well and then clear away your mental clutter and focus on who you're talking to and set a very clear intention, all of those other things, the inflection, the pauses, the breathing, that's all going to happen instinctively and naturally. And it makes sense, too, because, again, if you watch a film, uh, the great actors, you don't even realize they're acting. It doesn't feel like, in fact, uh, some people who meet the actors get disappointed because they're not really like that. It was an act. It was a, an act, you know, there, it was a yes. performance. Someone just getting started or, or a grade B actor. Uh, you can see they're trying much of like you're saying, trying to manufacture this whole thing rather yeah. than just kind of being, because you would never accuse these great performers. Uh, I don't know, Leonardo DiCaprio or Dustin Hoffman or Meryl Streep and so forth. Well, if you can't get enough of this, uh, Diane Perry uh, and her wonderful book, uh, Voice Over Narration, you'll want to, where can people get your book? 
Oh, it's available everywhere. Amazon, um, you can buy it directly from the publisher, Bloomsbury. Um, yeah, if you just if you just Google it, you can find it. And it's on Audible and uh, other platforms. The audiobook is. Google. Your website too, D-I-A-N-P-E-R-R-Y.com. So you want to find out more about you. Are you taking new clients? Yes, yes, I am. You, you know a lot of stuff. Your book, Voiceover Narration, is a wonderful book because it's really filled with substance. It gets into the meat and the potatoes. But, you know, I'll tell you what, I would like to get other work as well uh, as far as, you know, for voiceover. And uh, I'm going to move a little bit now because of what you're saying. Oh, you must. You must. But you've got but this is a really important point, actually, Michael. You've got to incorporate the movement and, and have it work together. So the mind, body, voice working together. Sometimes I tell students who don't tend to move, I say, you've got to move your hands. So they start moving their hands and it's very much you can see them thinking and you can sense them thinking, move my hands, move my hands. Well, that that's not going to do it because your mind, body and voice isn't working together as a team yet. So, you know, it doesn't really Really matter what you do gesture wise but it has to feel like it's flowing with the other components otherwise it will feel um, discordant and it, it won't feel right you'll feel that sense of, of disconnection diane perry exploring the uh, psychophysical aspect of voiceover once again she's like a, a voiceover psychologist uh, or even a psychologist I'll, I'll give you that title unofficial a psychologist <laughs> unofficial yeah unofficial <laughs> but but you know it, it's getting into the as you say the professional narrators mental physical and vocal machinery you're going to learn a lot please get her book voiceover narration creating performances from the inside out this has been the best interview you just you're just so good at this michael thank you thank so much. you oh my goodness i'm going to play that over and over again i'm going to tell you that it's <laughs> been an absolute joy our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics bayer dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand, from headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth to Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit vocalboothtogo.com for more information. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice. Total sound control products from Oralex enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.